Archimax login confirmed. Welcome to the Lodge. You've accessed the LodgeCast experience. Warning, warning. Dangerous spoilers ahead. Enjoy. Episode 170, Poor Things. Hello and welcome to a Yorgotastic edition of the LodgeCast. I'm your LodgeMaster with me as always is Brother Bishki. He's doing a new thing. Brother Lucas is on deep assignment tonight, but in his stead, you smell that on the air? That's the air of prestige. We got Brother Zach back. Hey, hey. And to round it out... We got Lodge Mistress Millie. I'm happy to be here. Whoa, what are we in for tonight? There's buzz a buzzing. There's dragons buzzing in the sky. Oh my God. Dragons. I I have to state I have not seen this trailer. Great. I've only seen the poster. Great. I also have to state I've not seen the trailer. I've closed my eyes multiple times in the theater. We're keeping it muted. I have no idea what this looks like. How have I seen the trailer and y'all not seen the trailer? I've been with you the whole time. No, I've had to close my eyes. That's what I've had to do. Oh, okay. I didn't close my eyes. I close my eyes and do the thing where you kind of poke at your eardrums to make it so you really can't hear what's going on. (laughs) So we've been protecting this. We have to get in there soon, but let's do a quick live lightning round of how do you pronounce the name yorgos lanthimos there it is hmm. what's our yorgos history well we did lodge cast the in episode 34 the favorite <laughs> at the cinerama dome arc light rest in peace yes and the dome was trying to kill it by having that buzzy speaker but mm. it couldn't it no. couldn't dampen no. the majesty of that film i think it was number 2 on my Top 10 that year. I loved uh, the favorite. Three and a half bones. Wow. Like, yeah. I just want to say, big fan of this guy, big fan of the Greek maestro here. And yes. I, yeah, like we are deep in prestige right now. Deep. Yeah. I'm, I'm like wading through the prestige waters. I've been going down a list. Yes. I have been like checking a, it twice. I mean. This is your season, Zach. I mean, you know, could they could they just spread it out a little I more? I know. I know. I mean, it is intense, guys. We it is twiddling our thumbs in September, waiting yeah. for a movie to come out, uh, and now it's just like. And then January is going to be. It, they want it deadly. fresh, fresh yeah. on your uh, mind. I mean, if you don't watch a couple a week, you're 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 toast. You're, man. Toast. you're yeah. buried in pres- you, you know, and some ships sail never to return. That's true. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I do also. Um, like this gentleman, you know, he, he always does so that it feels it, sometimes it is literally period piece. And sometimes it just kind of feels feels out piece of time because yeah. it's so stylistic. You know, he is, a, he always goes a little darker than I truly prefer. Yeah, this might mm-hmm. be dark. So I don't love that. I have to say, but there are things about him that are, so, that he does things that are so creative 
and funny that I still overall very much enjoy his work. And our cast in this, Emma Stone. And did I hear Willem Dafoe might be in this? Yes, he mm-hmm. is in this. A couple oh. comedians. We got Jared Carmichael. Oh, we got man. Rami. What is Mark this? Ruffalo. Oh, what is this going <laughs> to oh, <my> be? <laughs> And yeah. we're in the Dolby, and it's discount night. <laughs> discount night. Totally packed. Packed house yeah. for discount night. Yes. Right. Oh my God. Well, That's what it's all about. Let's get in there. Let's get Zach fed so we can properly take in yeah. this yeah. prestige. I can't see your ghost on an empty stomach. You need no. all the nutrients. Let's yeah. go do some poor things. Let's do it. Love and light. A pretty face, sweet talking ways. Got you a part of the action A come over touch Glances and such You always have to be the main attraction Now you're the one who's crying You lost that your own lonely game You're still the center of attraction But now I'm gone You've got yourself to blame That's it. Shut it off. Shut off the podcast. Listen, folks, if you are a salad dragon hunter <laughs> like we are, and you know who you are, if you are one, you need to shut this off right now. Don't listen to our foul tongues speak on it one word further. All right. That said, we're back, y'all. <laughs> Yeah, do you count the dragon? Classiest dragon. I don't even know. We'll we'll skim some dragons yeah. off the top. It's, but a, it's a get thee to the theater. It's yeah. get thee to the theater. It is yeah. printed on dragon scales. Oh boy! But first off, uh, <laughs> we might be extra loopy because at least Zach and myself are very hungry. We did not get. Our sacred concessions, because mm. we were we didn't want to miss a second of this film. And the discount night crowd was oh my insane. god, insane. The this, line it was, was it was jumping. There was something about the 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 size of the line, the lack <laughs> of employees <laughs> yes. serving mm. concessions, and then the extra couple of shitty trailers oh, they packed in there. We got in there just in time for like 20 minutes of extra trailers. Uh, and you Zach, guys, yeah, Zach was getting hurt. Have you I guys feel ever, ever on this podcast gotten into the science of timing the AMC trailers? Listen, Zach. We used to. Listen, Zach. It's been, yeah. But now they're- It they're, used to run like clockwork. Right. Used right. to be like 26 minutes. You could set your 26. watch to it. 26. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yes. But now 
Sometimes they throw you 17 minutes, like with Meg Ryan's classic romantic <laughs> comedy, yeah. What Happens Later. We were late. And I, I couldn't have that for poor things. We could, could no, not. No, no, no. You can't risk not. it. They're shaking it up, and yeah. they should, because yeah. they want you in there. They keep what, you on your toes. That's what Millie yeah. was saying. She's like, they don't want you to know how right. long it is. Right. They want you in here gazing upon their wares. But you know what's interesting is... After being in the cinema a lot in the last like six, seven weeks, yes, prestige season, you get accustomed <laughs> right. to a quality of trailer. Oh, right. I hear you. And then when you come into the AMC discount, there's night, no promise. And they fucking pummel you with trailer after trailer of like the trend now. It's almost the cliche of like when we were growing up in the 90s <laughs> and it was the trailer voice guy, the inner world guy. Yep, yeah. Yeah. Now what it is, it's a combination of things and this is maybe a whole other podcast, but, yeah. just, but just briefly, it's a combination of things and it is the famous pop song Yes. Stripped, uh, stripped of beat. Strip it so it's down. just like the acapella. Yes. And then there's just sound effects going. Dun, yeah. Dun, 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 uh, dun, dun, dun. Zach is dun. learning the ways and of the AMC. It's like every fucking trailer. I lean over to Millie and I said, even if the movie's good, it looks like shit. <laughs> he did. And I was and, like, good point. And that's the thing. The, this style of trailer will make even oh. a great film just look like we a need, piece of shit. We need a revolution in trailer technology. We really do. Yeah. We've been doing it the same way for far too long. And then in the middle, we got the trailer for uh, All of Us Strangers. And it's sure. like, all of a sudden, oh, it's a movie that- That was a good trailer. That's a good trailer. Zach gets his prestige I'm, oxygen. Oh, we're back in prestige. Yeah. And he's getting I'm pumped up of, again. My goodness, they just punish you. <laughs> Well, it all set the table for the full meal that we ingested. But before we talk about it... What's that shot? From Rotten Tomatoes. Mm. From filmmaker Yorgos Lanthimos and producer Emma Stone comes the incredible tale and fantastical evolution of Bella Baxter Stone, a young woman <laughs> brought back to life by the brilliant and unorthodox scientist... Dr. Godwin Baxter. Very unorthodox. Willem Dafoe. Under Baxter's protection, Bella is eager to learn. Hungry for the worldliness she is lacking, Bella runs off with Duncan Wetterbum. Burn. <laughs> Mark Ruffalo, a slick and debauched lawyer on a whirlwind adventure across the continents. Free from the prejudices of her time, Bella grows steadfast wow. in her purpose to stand for equality and liberation. Period. Wow. Oh, That's okay. a schnapps. Wow. That's a big old schnapps. That doesn't really help us that much. No. <laughs> but listen, Emma Stone, the fact that she's a producer makes sense. Yeah. She delivers a performance in this film yeah. that I would undersell it hugely by calling it all in. She is committed. Mm -hmm. What? I mean, what? Have like you seen speaking if, new languages? Have like, you guys seen a performance <laughs> well, like this? Like crazy. I think it's important because you've already given the, you know, if you're if you're worried about spoilers, turn it off. So turn it off. So yeah. Because one thing you find out in about 15 minutes into this thing, because she's acting like uh, a fool, like she doesn't <laughs> know how to use her body, and she's right. in a Dr. Frankenstein manner. And as a viewer, you're like, oh, and it's black and white. whoa. And yep. it's a reveal that, um, you know, there's like a, 
a, a, a goose with a, with a dog head or like yes. there's all kinds of creatures. Hybrid animals here. roaming the mansion. Lots of great reveals. Great reveals. And one of the things that is revealed um, when we find out when a student of the Dr. Frankenstein, the Defoe character played by Rami Youssef comes in. And he wants to know what the fuck is going on right. with this woman, who he's very attracted to, um, but a little put a, a little disturbed by <laughs> Understandably uh, her naivete disturbed. and and her babyishness. Um, Defoe tells the story eventually, and the story is this woman jumped from a bridge, and she was pregnant, and he took the the body, and he took the baby out of her, and the took the brain of the baby, yes. and put it into. Emma Stone. Highly unorthodox. So that's a, cra- you know, so right. you're dealing with. That's your with, setup. Yeah. That's the setup. And now we're watching <laughs> a baby brain rapidly racing to catch up to the adult body. The and rest of the film. Willem yeah. Dafoe's character's name is Godwin, whom she calls God. And his face is uh, a salad dragon in and of itself. Yeah. Oh, it's we, Oscar it's amazing. We. <laughs> I mean, let's just call his face a salad dragon. Why not? The Salad Dragon. A scene in a movie that is so bizarre, baffling, or transcendent that it instantly justifies the price of admission. Or Reese Witherspoon's leafy transformation in A Wrinkle in Time. A salad face. A salad face. I mean, I can't even explain it. Just Google Willem Dafoe. Poor things, and you'll see what we're talking about. It, but it looked amazing. Amazing. It's fantastic. Yeah. So many scenes. How much makeup? Oh, my yeah. God. Oh, you know he loves it. He's been yeah. through yeah, the he, ringer. He and He's those an makeup ladies were close. They were tight. <laughs> yeah. Or makeup gentlemen. You know, what's great about uh, when makeup is done well like that is when it cuts to close up oh, and they let yeah. you look at that thing. Real close. Mm-hmm. There's, I mean, and I'm looking the first few times yeah. in close up and I'm going, no, oh, we're good. Yeah, me And then too. I'm yes. not, yeah. I'm not thinking about it the rest of the no. time. It's just that creature. We it's give it like, the sniff test and yeah. we're like, yeah. yep, it passes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nailed it. And Beautiful. You do have to understand that the first 20, 25 minutes of this movie are in black and white, shot through freakish wide angle lenses yeah like it's the hyper fish eye. this is like it's like a 90s music video it's like hype hype williams lent his lens yeah. for this you it's, know? Yeah. it's like tim burton's probably kicking back having a nice quiet evening tonight <laughs> and he doesn't know the rage that i feel toward him right now i'm like in your wildest wet dreams tim burton you could never this is the promise that he should have fulfilled this little, is what like, he should what be he, doing right now yeah it's a stew of like Burton, David Lynch's Elephant Man. Yes. And I think in this first uh, section, if you've seen Yorgos's Dogtooth. Yes. Oh, I haven't seen I it. I haven't seen it yet. It's a great film. Milster and- Dogtooth might not be for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but what's cool with this is it it's a little play on, you know, in Dogtooth real quick, the premise is you have a guy who's raising his kids in captivity. In captivity. Mm. Oh, so he likes that theme. So he's kind of he's kind of going back to it, you know, a god figure, yes. a parent as god, raising the kid exactly the way they want to control it mm. until they can no longer control it. So the first act is very much a dog tooth meets Frankenstein mm-hmm. setup. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Emma Stone is just buck wild. Like yeah. <laughs> she is just. You know, there's there's cadavers all over the place because, you know, Willem's a scientist, a doctor, 
And she just, you know, she's just following her muse, you know, taking a scalpel and just stabbing it into the orbital sockets of a dead man (laughs) saying, squish, squish, squish. She's doing what a baby would do if they were in in an adult body. It's amazing. And that's how she walks. Yeah. If you you can track her her gait. Her her gait throughout is amazing. It is truly amazing because it does evolve. I mean, and, and that is amazing to me. Like, just yeah. from an acting standpoint. And the just, script's evolution of her dialogue, I thought, yeah, was really yes. precise in as she aged rapidly and as she learned from experience and from the books that she was reading eventually, language. Yeah. And they weren't even announcing sometimes as the movie went on right. that she's reached a new stage. You right. were just like, oh, right. she it just must moves, have, yeah. Right. You just kind of catch right. up as a viewer, which is really thrilling, I think. It's a really sharp script. Everybody has to trust in the script. The director has to trust in her and she has to trust oh my hugely. God. Like yeah. as I was watching her just flop around on the floor making faces, I'm like, in less steady hands, this would be a catastrophe. A like, historic catastrophe. Of historic proportions. There are so many close-ups of her. <laughs> like so close. There's close-ups of everybody. Nobody is. I mean, but she, but she's. I mean, she's putting it all out there. The, in her, yeah, especially as the movie I mean, goes on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, mean, I mean, lock for best actress nomination. Yeah, correct. Yeah. For I mean, correct. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. For sure. I mean. I will remove my own brain surgically if she doesn't get nominated. No, she'll be nominated. Yeah, Yeah, so I'm safe. My brain's safe. (laughs) (laughs) But my brain has been squeezed heavily because this, I mean, this is like the Bo is Afraid of late 2023. I don't even know how many acts there are in this. There are. He starts getting into chapters. There's chapter breaks, but. You know what I. It's a journey. You you know what I will say in in defense of this movie, and, and I did enjoy a lot of Bo in the first hour. Sure, sure. But um, this movie actually continues to progress right. and That's has true. an engine mm-hmm. and Bo, the and character is in stasis too. for three <laughs> plus hours. Yeah, Bo doesn't get smarter Th- and smarter. He gets- this, <laughs> this film is, yeah, it, I mean, she continues to evolve, which is the premise from right. the beginning. And... It's never not funny. The thing is also, like, the movie's called Poor Things, which presumably is referring to the men in the film. (laughs) Yeah. Because the men who are adults, they all try to control her or think they're in control of her. And, yes. And they lose their fucking minds. (laughs) And that brings us to our Mm -hmm. salad character. I guess I'm just a character. I mean, Mark Ruffalo. Take a bow, sir. Incredible. Yeah. It, <laughs> incredible. And he's he's putting it all out there as well. Oh, I he mean, is. this movie is sex drenched. Yeah. Yeah. And I, they I, I are saw fucking some headlines, going for but it. I had no idea how sex drenched we were getting here. What now. do they call it? Jumping? A oh, furious, um, furious jumping, jumping on me. There's <laughs> so many great, yeah. you, great the euphemisms or whatever. You because want to she's still, she's trying to put together language. And my favorite section of her evolution is when her brain is outpacing her mouth. So mm. she knows, she knows all the words, but they just come out a little jumbled. You know, yeah, it's fantastic watching 
Mark Ruffalo slowly lose his mind because he can't so control her. He has such a great evolution as a character because he's presented <laughs> as this like, for, well, first he's presented as a just a, a, a lawyer. Just, yeah. yeah. And then it's like the reveal is that he's this like Randy Lothario well, or whatever the word he's is. He's a lawyer drawing up the agreement that she can never leave Willem Dafoe's house. And the, An arranged marriage and the dude, to Rami. Yeah, the dude can't leave either. And you get a little, you get a little uh, foreshadowing that Ruffalo isn't the greatest because Willem Dafoe's like, oh, there's a lot of spelling errors in this. <laughs> he's like, immaterial, immaterial. <laughs> and yeah, you just see his, just like you can track her walking, you can track his steady decline. Exactly. She yeah. sort of inclines and he declines. <laughs> right. But it's like, what's so funny to me about this character too is that everybody's like, wow, he's so handsome. Yeah. He's such a, and, he's such a Romeo. Yeah. And you're kind of like, you get, he's fucking in a girdle. I mean, like, you get kind of a, a, um, High society Ron Jeremy vibe from yeah. Him. Oh, yeah, that's, and nice. that, that's pretty funny. <laughs> but everybody's like, he's slick. He's beautiful. He's beautiful. <laughs> Not to mention how and, he talks about himself. I mean, exactly. Yeah. And he has. I mean, gosh, he has just so many great reaction shots in this. Oh God, gif gif a palooza. Oh yeah, I got some gifts lined up for him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so they he go takes to, her to Lisbon. They go to Lisbon, and that's when she yeah. get she gets out of the house, and it's color. The yeah. Technicolor, mm -hmm. and it's a Lisbon like you've never seen. Let's before. talk about the sets for a yes. second. Uh, I don't know what I mean. <laughs> what's going on? There? The inspirations are all over the place. It's like but, steampunk, but it's kind yes. of. Yeah, it's like steampunk. It's like Belle Epoque futurism. Or yes. something. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna, like, there's a lot of Terry Gilliam in there. Yeah, mm -hmm. a lot of Brazil that. and. Mm -hmm. Colors are hypersaturated. Mm -hmm. There's strange vehicles floating around that you, at first you're like blimp and you're like mm, starship blimp. Or there's like, well, the, the there's like cable cars. There's cable of. cars that look yeah. completely bizarre. Mm -hmm. And you're just in her point of view as right. she takes it all in. You know, she's. Yeah. She's a sponge soaking up all of this stuff. She's learning about society. Yes, learning about sweet foods. She keeps eating them until she just pukes. <laughs> and realizing that, you know, there's there's happy people and there's people that are arguing and pissed off and she's just taking it all in. And you really do think about how every little aspect of the world around you can make an impression yeah. on you, especially be, like wondrous. If you're, especially when you're young, if you're yeah. clean yeah. slate, yeah, yeah, it becomes clear that that is the whole statement of the movie: is that the second this innocence reveals itself, there are vultures ready to swoop in and try to conform and control and and own. And you've never quite seen it like this before, though. Like, yeah. and she does evolve, but like. Her uninhibited section is just the dance. Let's talk about the dance. Oh my god! I mean, the dance is the moment. That's the dragon. That's it's amazing. Yes. Double dragon. This is a dance. I mean, favorite had a great dance too, but this one puts Megan to shame. Yeah, it's like very Wednesday Adams in a way, like like on crack. They're having a fight first of all. Yeah, yeah. They're having a fight, and she just gets compelled. Oh, by the, the music. music. The strange, the music we also must speak of. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The oh, music yeah. is bug fuck in this. Yeah. Yeah. It's just 
atonal, dissonant screeching of strings and low horns. And they're in this like ballroom <laughs> and there's just like, there's like a dude just pushing on a pedal that's making a low just bump, 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 and she feels it in her body. She's like discovering rhythm. And the wilder and more unhinged she gets, the more Ruffalo feels yes. like he can't control her. He's and trying he to match her. her yes. again. So he just goes toe to toe with her on the dance floor. Yes. And that is amazing. Incredible. Because it's sort of the time where they're almost equals. Yes. Like, mm -hmm. and, and then, and you know, because it's like, you know, then it sort of shifts. It is the X curve. Like she's on her way up, he's on his way down. They meet right in this white hot middle. And and that dance is just The dance amazing. is fantastic. I, uh, it's, there's no words for it. And then we kind of get introduced to the jealousy aspect yeah. where this old gentleman is winking at her and she doesn't understand <laughs> what a wink is. And Ruffalo just pounds fucking him. pounds on him. Yeah, he's coming unhinged. And every man who she comes into contact with pretty much for the rest of the movie is just beside themselves with the thought that she can have her own agency and make her own decisions. Except for our... Except for our hero. Our hero. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for Rami. <laughs> then Ruffalo puts her in a trunk and takes her on a boat, and then we're on a boat for a while. <laughs> we're at sea. And that's when, I mean, it can't be all pastries, you know? It can't be all tasty, because right. things start turning dark. She starts to lose her innocence, yeah. Yes. Gerard Carmichael helps her out. Gerard yeah. Carmichael, yes. He was not my favorite he actor. Was, he was not a good performance in mm. this, sadly. Uh, no, he really stood out as a, in my opinion, <laughs> a very bad performance. It was, mm. not, um, it was not the best, but... But I did still like him. The it, section, I thought, was pretty pretty well done. The movie, yeah. and um, when a movie's rocking and rolling like this, you, you kind of just go with it. With it, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. like you're just like, mm, okay. I right, liked his okay. his elderly lady companion. Yes, she, I was she was great. quite quite good. She was great, and yeah. she was helping Bella expand her mind. Bella her starts books. reading books. <laughs> Ruffalo's throwing them off the side well, of the boat because her thing is her thing is that she's older. She hasn't been fucked in twenty years because she's more interested in her mind now. Right. So she tries yes. to expand so now, Bella's right. mind now. Yeah. So that's when her her intelligence through reading. Real and philosophy mm. and everything really starts rapidly. She gets real interested in um, ideas. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then that's when she sees a slum far beneath the crazy hotel. They, they go on a day trip. At. Yeah. And to Alexandra. <laughs> yes. And she sees writhing bodies, dead babies calling just out. Total horror show, just, like yeah. biblical yeah. horror show, yeah. Yeah. And like, she completely loses her sunny disposition at that point. And she's like in an Escher painting where the sun yeah. yes. fell in. What a it's crazy, like, crazy image. It was so yeah. weird. Yeah. yeah. And before we get any further, the costumes as well. Yeah. Like, Incredible. what? Incredible. What is, like... <laughs> it's its own thing. Like, I, I mean, maybe there's, you know, is referencing, but... It's just like Yodorovsky level, like just throw everything it's at so a body well and see yeah. what stays on it. Single department is so so uh, bold, so yeah. original, and like and playful, yeah, and unexpected yet in sync. I mean, the movie is is like a fucking delight. I got. I mean, it's it's really. Like a surprising, exciting, and a delightful, f great time, and like, so ambitious. Yeah. I, I so mean, ambitious, oh my god! Yeah, I I hesitate to say 
a great time. There are great times well, in it. Well, it's funny throughout. It I is, mean, but it's not funny throughout. <laughs> I mean, mostly. I mean, there's a lot. There's a joke usually in every section. I will say there that. is. It's lighter than some of his, like, yeah. lighter than the lobster or something. But when she goes to Paris mm-hmm. and begins working in a brothel, mm-hmm. and. Well, because she loses all of Ruffalo's money. She does. Well, she gives she it gives away. She gives it away. Yeah. <laughs> and he, he goes absolutely apeshit. Yeah, over but that. he can't quit her. He can't quit. And he's just, he stands outside the brothel just wailing. Yeah, even when you think he's gone, he's still there losing his shit. Yeah, I yeah. thought it was a rap on Ruffalo. And no, then pretty back. funny yeah, every time they there. bring him back. More, more unhinged, more every manic. Yeah. He comes back in the insane asylum. Oh, yes. That was amazing. Yeah. This brothel section is quite amazing. I mean, the, the casting... <laughs> that that would have taken place to find some of these men. The madam is played. The madam. The, the madam herself. Is that, is that Catherine Hunter? Is that her name? I don't know. You might need an omniscient was... narrator uh, note, but editorial note. But... I got you. Omniscient editorial note. The actor's name is Catherine Hunter, just as Zach suspected. Thank you. She was in, you'll remember, the um, Joel Cohen's um, Macbeth. Yes. Was she the witch? Yes. And she's a a classic uh, English stage actress. Oh, she was great. Yeah. And these dudes, like, there's just a, she walks in and there's a a naked man with pink boots on. And she lays down and she's like. All manner of bodies. I'm Bella. Mm -hmm. What's your name? Mm -hmm. And he just silently, full frontal nudity, walks over to her and she's like, hmm, mysterious. (laughs) (laughs) And you get like. This strange, like, troglodyte-looking man crawling around on the ground. She's got like, them playing games because she's trying around. to make it, you know, get to know them, make yeah. it a thing, yes. and not just... And make it interesting for and, herself. And it's interesting, all right. She goes... I mean, let's just think about Emma Stone here. Like, she is with so many strange naked men yes. up against her. And, and she's, she's naked she's herself. mostly naked in these scenes. Yeah. And she is fully in character. Yeah, oh yeah. Doesn't give a shit about what you you just get the sense she is just so unbothered by whatever yes. the camera is doing. She is fully fucking in it. All the way She's in. She's fully like giving to whatever mm-hmm. these strange men are up mm-hmm. to. It's it's just kind of incredible. Like I mean, and you then become I mean, my experience is like I'm not feeling awkward about the nudity in the movie. I'm not really feeling awkward about the strange dudes. Like, sure, it because she like isn't feeling that way, right? And we're so in her point of view. Yeah, I mean, what is what even is NC17 anymore? <laughs> right? Right. Like, this is this. I if guess any this movie, is rated R. <laughs> I guess it's rated R. Yeah, maybe because the the penises are unaroused. Right. Yeah, <laughs> that's the only thing. <laughs> flaccid, flaccid troglodyte yeah. penis she swaying flick back them and forth. And they don't. They don't. Yeah. Yeah. Don't I thought. Yet. I thought she was going to cut that penis off the cadaver yeah. that, at that one point. And the whole like again, this theater was packed. You are seeing. Emma Stone flick at a dead man's penis in Dolby, and it got it got a it got a lot of uh, laughs. People that, yeah. were feeling it. Yeah. They're like, "Whoa, reaction. that's something I haven't seen every day." There were some folks to our left that 
they were having to explain too much to each other. I, I was tried to hearing, tune them out. I was hearing some talking. What she, was going on? And then she, at one point, her phone rang. No. And she picked it up and I she know. answered and she was talking. Luckily, it was a loud scene, but she was just talking to, on her phone to someone, like oh, explaining the movie. Not, like, that's, no. that's not right. That doesn't happen but, at the Lemley. But, folks. but yeah, <laughs> Discount Night, you might get that. Yeah. That, that's given Discount Night a bad name. We've had a great many wonderful Discount right. Night experiences. Yeah. All right. But you just never know what's going to happen. Yeah. And with a movie this weird, and if you get someone that just is like- A normie. A normie that's just like- <laughs> Now, now midway midway also, um, the, the boys back at home, try, they miss her. Yes. She's been writing to them, yes. but they try and make a new Frankenstein creature. <laughs> Margaret Qualley. Uh, yeah. By Margaret Qualley. And I must say, when she showed up, my, my brain goes, oh, no. <laughs> And not because I think she's a bad actor. Right. I just when you can't compete. Wait, which, you, which actor is that? Margaret Qualley, Annie McDowell's daughter. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. Right. I mean, she's good, but like again, usually for me, when fam super famous actors show up and we're well into the movie, right, and they just show up 70 percent of the movie in, it bumps so yeah, hard. Yeah. Yeah. Usually, yeah, even yeah, if you know. Yeah. But this happened a few times in this movie, and I was fine with it. Yeah, I just the because movie was because working. her I mean, because her role was so sort of. I mean, it was it was small, and it was. I mean, it was small, but it was like very key because yeah. it was like showing that like Bella was one of a kind. Right. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they had this. They 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 had this other character show up to be <laughs> like, like, you know, her we're all unique, sort of no matter what. Yeah. Right. All you know of God's I mean? creatures, as yeah. it were, were, are unique. And, yeah. and she was played to perfection in terms of, she, there was just enough of her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. agreed. You know, to, she's to, just like to painting, highlight Bella. She's painting agreed. the wall with her hand and she's just like, foot, foot. <laughs> yeah. And Willem Dafoe's just like morose. He's it's like, like, it's not the same. He's like, moron. <laughs> it's like, yeah, her Frankenstein experiment didn't go quite as well. Like, yeah. Well, you know, and it is the thing, actually, you know, when we were first talking about this, I was saying, um, you know, the men are the poor things. And that's true. But and you were touching on it earlier. And then, Millie, you're bringing it up again now, which is just the, the movie is really about not just men and women, but about humanity at large and, and, human, and human beings as we get older. You and know. I think we are all the poor things in the view of the movie <laughs> because, right. of the, because of the world. That's and right. that's kind of, I guess, the Gerard Carmichael guy uh, character's. POV also. Right. Well, yeah. The cynicism. Well, of and it. in yeah. some ways, yes, we're the poor things because as we get older, like it's this whole thing about the loss of innocence and just society and like, you know, understanding. Like, I mean, it's both things because it's like she is so you know, raw and primal and in such joy at the beginning because everything and rage, like just primal emotions, you know what I mean? But then as she sort of ages, like it becomes more complicated. It becomes more sad. It becomes right. more, you Actions know. Actions have re consequences. You know, yeah. The world I mean, is, and, 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 and things hurt and like, it's in, but that's true. It's like you gain, it's the, the it's the upward and the yeah. downward. You mm -hmm. gain knowledge, you gain agency. So you're not being but it's going to bum you out. To <laughs> these, but, bum you out. <laughs> but it can bum you out at the same time. Yeah. It's, it's the holding both. A little bit yeah. of knowledge. The pastry is sweet. Yeah. Too much knowledge. The babies Barf. are dead. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. 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 That, I yeah. take it there. Like yeah. Yeah. So she goes back to see ailing Willem Dafoe. And I love how Dafoe is just matter of fact with everything. <laughs> like, <he's just laughs> yeah. dying. We, we haven't <laughs> mentioned either that. 
Oh, yeah. The way that he is is because his sadistic father had experimented on every aspect of him. You just get these horrific, but matter of fact, you know, revelations of his past. Like, my father branded my genitals, but but he had good reason. It was a a really cool evolution Mm -hmm. of the Frankenstein character. Mm -hmm. Because in this, Frankenstein, I mean, in this, that Willem Dafoe was a doctor. He was super smart. He was like this amazing surgeon, but he also like, was like completely fucked up and had these (laughs) gastric juices that he had to have pumped into him. And then he burps out bubbles. Now that was a total sound. I'm sorry. Yeah, we gotta call that a drink. Again. God. One, two, three, three. His body does not naturally produce stomach enzymes, so he has all of these beakers <laughs> and tubes that help him digest his food. And each meal, he leans back, and you don't know what he's doing the first. You see this many times, but the first time he does it, he just leans back. And he's like, oh. You almost think like an alien's going to come out yeah. of his mouth. Yeah. And this yeah. big, gaseous, like, fantastical bubble comes out of his mouth and then just pops over the table. And it's just normal for them. Yeah, Bella is delighted by the bubble. She's totally yeah. cool with it. But, it's all she knows. Yeah. But yeah, so he's got a lot going on physically. <laughs> well, he does. But what also is interesting about this as an evolution of the character is that like he is not he didn't create Bella to to be in love with her, which no. they, which they sort of they sort yeah, they, get, they ask it. He kind they tease of it, yeah. He, yeah, the her younger suitor is like, you know, uh, do do you intend to lay with her? I thought you were creating her to be your bride. Forgive me for Forgive asking. me for my darkest yeah. thoughts. Oh, he's got a monologue there. And then Defoe is just like, to to sexually stimulate me would take the amount of power it would take to oh. power all of London. <laughs> that I was I was I was laughing so really, hard. Really it was I was laughing uh, to the point I was I was hurting myself. And they had to be cracking up on yeah. set too. Just I mean, like after every take. Just but, like but cracking. I, I appreciated that, that he didn't have any genitals, that he was kind of looking for a kid. Yeah. You know? right. Well, it's the cycle. It's like the Freudian thing of the dad mm-hmm. made him. Right. And so mm-hmm. he's experimenting on others. And he it said, is an evolution of the Dr. Frankenstein. And it's not necessarily yeah. that he doesn't want to. He's like, I can't fuck her. Right. Because you know? there is, there are some sort of moments that are charged between them. <laughs> yeah. The way she lays with yeah. him early on. Yeah. Right? So the fact that he can't do it just reroutes him by default to be a dad to be a dad (laughs) which is which sadly is a very astute observation about men like oh there's quite a father scene in the brothel jesus christ oh god yeah Mm. yeah but but i but i digress yes Yes. we can't talk about it all every brothel scene no we can't there's so much there's so much so anyway she comes back willem's got a tumor in his tummy and he knows he's dying and when she returns home, just the the way she confidently strides through the hallway where in the beginning when she was on the way out, she's just like toddling. Ta- yeah. Like it's amazing to see. She's a completely different person. Right. She greets the the new test subject who calls her a whore. And uh, she's like, oh, I see and- uh, you've been you've been introducing me already. And she's there because partially she's come home because he's sick, but partially she's become she's come home because she's realized that he's told her lies, yeah. right? And that you know she did have a baby. Yeah, the next phase is evolution. Yeah, of, yeah, yeah, yeah. The breaking so, of the the world that 
she was raised on. And so yeah. he gives her the dossier of what <laughs> happened to her. And she reads it and she's like, I've enjoyed the gift of living, although I do not approve of the way that you went about it, but I will forgive it. And they're just kind of like very matter of fact, mm -hmm. you know, it's like, all right, that's, yeah, <laughs> let's get our shit sorted before I have to die. And she has a nice little stroll with her initial suitor. They have a very matter of fact back and <laughs> forth. She's like, she's like, it doesn't bother you that I was a whore. And you see him and he's just like, only that they got to spend time with you. I will not cast moral aspersions. Like it's it's really great. Like it's yeah. just oh god, the he, writing is so. He kind of learns mm. from also Defoe's kind of a father figure mentor mm. to him. And he's right. like, we are men of science. We mm -hmm. can't let our emotions <laughs> yeah. cloud us here. And he takes so that to heart. He does. He learns. At least he learns. at yeah. least we think he's saying yeah. all the right things. Yeah. So yeah. So, so then there's a there's a wedding. Because he's still fascinated with her. And, and God and walks her down the aisle. She's like, you're, you're up and walking. And he's like, I've, I've taken heroin and <laughs> such and such and such okay. and such and cocaine. losing it again. And I love cocaine. <laughs> and then, like, you, you laugh and he's walking her confidently. And then there's a hard cut to him coughing a lung up. Like, just, <laughs> mwah, mwah, fantastic. And you think it's about done. You think this movie's done. Yeah. But Ruffalo... With a friend is waiting in the in the aisle. <laughs> he pops up again for the final bow is afraid act mini yeah. act, and it's her husband Beca when when she was alive. This is the thing I was waiting for because someone yep. in Lisbon, uh, a woman recognizes her as Victoria. Yes. and so in my head I'm going, oh, that's going to come back. She was going to, and I was like, oh, the movie wherever the movie's going with her evolution, her past is going to come back. Yes, so they had to they had to bring that back. Um, in the final act, and they do. And Christopher she, Abbott shows up. Her, I think he did a great job. Yeah. Her adventurous spirit is like, hey, I gotta go see what's going on with this guy. Who was I? <laughs> Who was I? Yeah. And, and her, her new almost husband's like, yeah, go, go ahead, <laughs> you know, like, go for it. And so he takes her to his castle. And where he's afraid all the servants are going to uprise against him. So he carries a pistol with him at all. Times. And they're all they're all yeah. beat up and pissed off. <laughs> and he's always flashing his pistol. He's just like he tortures and mocks them and oh, makes fun of them. And yeah, it's quite a, a scene. Yeah. What a great performance, too. Mm -hmm. You just want to smack the shit out of him. And once again, he's trying to control her. He views her yeah. as property. Well, she, and and he wants to cut her clitoris circumcise yeah. her which she overhears luckily for her she overhears them plotting <laughs> yeah it's a wild scene he tries to give her formaldehyde or chloroform well in, he says he says this is one of the key things i think about uh, with the what the movie's trying to say is like he says to her you'll be free it's been controlling you yes and you'll be free of it and you'll be happier Yes. And then she says, I'd rather you shoot me in the heart than cut it off. <laughs> right. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah. And she fucking throws the drink yeah. in his face. He shoots his foot. And uh, I don't really know how she gets him back to the lab. <laughs> yeah. Well, she, <laughs> no, she, we don't need to know. We don't need to know all for that. Rami. He gets her. Yeah. And, and she's been learning as she's been at her time at the brothel. She was also moonlighting. At the um, at the med med school yes. in Paris, and so she's been learning rapidly. And uh, yeah. they perform surgery on him, and then there's a little suggestion of what's to come. We cut to a goat 
just looking straight into the camera like, huh? Great look, yeah. <laughs> what? And that's kind of calling back on his lobster movie a yes. bit. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, big time. This is kind of yep. a, yep. all the great pieces of all of his movies are yes. kind of coming to fruition in, in this, in the ultimate turducken the that gr- is this movie. Yeah. Grand Tapestry turducken. And there's a great final scene where they're all just out on the lawn her girlfriend from the brothel is there, as well as her, I suppose, husband at this point. We don't quite know how their relationship pans out with the three of them, but you're pretty sure Bella's in charge. And <laughs> the, the Margaret Qualley character is learning how to catch a ball. The maid is proud of her, so you get a little maternal pride there. And then you see, and then the maids drinking gin with them, so yes. they're very, mm. they're very equal. It's all That's together, right. and then <laughs> see what they have done to her <laughs> former husband. And that face he gives. They, oh. I, they, Boy, does he sell that performance? I wow. mean, that we'll we'll give one more salad dragon yeah. just for that face. Yeah. yeah. Four dragons. He is like. Just looking like a goat. He's looking like a goat. They put the goat brain in him. And how long do you think it took him to get that face on? Yeah. Because well, there's, there's... He's on all fours. He's yeah. munching grass. Yeah. Munching you know, there's, there's a thing. I think most anyone who's ever been in acting class before has, has pretended to be has, an animal. you know, done the exercise yeah. where you move, you choose an animal and you move and oh. like but, that animal but, or whatever. But yep. this is... This is different. His face... <laughs> There's a there's a forlorn. No, is he, he he nailed it. He nailed bash, it. Like you dull, it. dumb animal, forlorn. But the but a little bit of passion about being a goat in his eyes, mm-hmm. and you just feel you're like that boy's a goat. And you see the scar on this on the side of his head, you know, like just peeking <laughs> out there. He's yeah, it's like bad. He just starts eating some grass, and it just like pulls yeah. away. And she is fucking Bella. Couldn't be more pleased. Studying for her med her med exam. Yeah. <laughs> There you I mean, it. a pretty happy ending. For it is. A wild I was. I was journey. thought it was a very happy ending. I was, was. hoping for Millie's sake that pretty idealistic ending. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the ship was going to land in Happy Town. Oh boy, I can't wait to see what we do with these poor thing bones. Who is first tonight? Who is first? I'm going to say Milster's first to bone. First to bone. Wow. All right. You know, there was a lot here for me. <laughs> yes. Um, I, Very I, strong female character. Really strong. And also it was just like, again, like it's a little bit of horror with the Frankenstein element. Like I love sort of the steampunk. Yeah. Like look of everything. I love me a puff sleeve and I was given a mini wow. puff sleeve oh, on yeah. Emma. So many. Which I very much enjoyed. She'd be like wearing like almost underwear but like (laughs) it was amazing and like it was so funny like especially the first half I was like laughing so hard like and you know it there was you know there's that there's just the thing I love I do love that combo of like brutality and sweetness 
if you end on the sort of more of the sweet scale, yeah. which I do feel like this delivered. Yeah. This, this film finish. really delivered for me. Um, you know, the, 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 the brothel stuff I, I am troubled by a little bit. Like, I mean, I felt like that part for me was the part that was like a little bit. I, I didn't feel like it sang as much. Like, yes, there was some kooky sex and, you know, on the on the surface of things she's learning and like, but there was something about that section that was not resolved. And I was like, does she really, like, does she really need to be like in a brothel? Like I get it kind of, (laughs) but like, I get that like it's her sexual evolution and all of this, but like, I don't know. But when there she's was fucking a dad in front of his that. two young sons. I love to that. Teach him. I mean, that part. Oh, you I like love. that? Okay, great. Okay. But of course, I love that part. <laughs> but there was so much of it. It was like heavily weighted in a way that it, it, it just that part for me. I don't. I can't quite articulate why it it bugged me a little bit. But I like, it I felt I, a little exploit exploitation. I think. There. I think the tone there is so much heavier that it threatens to weigh it's not just that down. though i mean it's like i understand it's like she's going on the sexual journey but then does she need to be a prostitute in order to achieve that like right. i mean again yes it's one thing you can do but she can also just like like give back to the poor by having sex with everyone there you know you what go. i mean like it's like there, it, i don't know it, there was something about it that felt unresolved like it was a it, that section for me I don't know. Uh, overall, I so enjoyed this movie. I really thought he was going to deal me a dark deal, but he didn't. Thank <laughs> God. A dark deck of cards. I'm glad. Because um, because I, I really enjoyed this and I really enjoyed her performance. And I thought overall, everyone's performance was just amazing. And the look was amazing and the music was cool. And there was Boom. a lot of innovation. Where is she going with this? So I'm, I'm going to give it three and a half bones. Three and a half that's pretty high for Milster. Yeah. Wow. This is as high as I've ever given. I mean, I've, I've Have given, you ever done I've a four in this? Never done a four. Oh, never wow. done a four. All right. Mm. To, to, to be a four, you'd have to be. It'd have to be a horror movie. Okay. I, I won't give a four to anything that isn't my favorite really? genre. Really? It'd have to be in my favorite genre. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Wow. I didn't even know that. Okay. These are the rules. Yeah. These. <laughs> we're learning. These are my rules. We're yeah. learning the lore. This is like New a, Testament. It'd have to be like a perfect horror movie to yeah. be a four. Okay. Okay. All right, brother Zach, lay them out. Um, well, no need to belabor it. I love this filmmaker. I think this is his best film. It's a four-bone masterpiece. Um, This is just an absolute fucking bold, exciting, surprising, beautifully executed at every single layer of the production film. It's great. This four might, bones. This might be back to back four bones for me in the lodge cast. I mean, this might be our last prestige. Lodgecast of the prestige season. So if it is, I am so happy, Zach, that you are floating out on a four bone a delight. Uh, just an absolute delight. And I'll just say before passing the mic, I have, I, you know, I'm trying to keep track of the gauntlet because I want to be ready. I want to be ready <laughs> yeah. uh, when it's time for the Lodgecast here in review. Oh, everybody's um, waiting. It's you know, on everybody's mind. And I've been, I've been, you know, making my way through the gauntlet. I've been setting aside my list and my notes on yes. my phone. And I've got a real, you know, I, I've got 
my 10 is filling out. Yeah, okay, And great. my top five nice. is feeling real nice. Ooh. Can't wait to talk about it. And but, Bishki, you said you're going to offer Lucas some sort of uh, yeah, get, prize gets, or something he gets, if he can fill 10? He gets 10 prizes if he gets 10. Well, what, I, what I'd almost recommend is, is, is if he doesn't use all of his 10, I'll have... It's been a great year for movies, so oh, wow. I will... I will fill up what he does not use. We'll okay. see but, if, but we'll what, see if Bishki allows. Yeah. But what time, I will time say, time permitting, I'll see time what permitting. I can do. We get, we're on a tight schedule, there. folks. I got to tell you, this one might be number one for me. Oh shit! Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lay claim just no, yet because there's. You know, we on this very podcast, holdovers was four for me, and yeah. that was a delight. It sang. This is so ambitious. Yeah, it's mm. it's it's leapfrogged hold, holdovers oh, for me, mm. and. I, I don't want anything more. This is an instant classic wow. like holdovers. <laughs> Feels like Lynch's elephant man. It's like a Gilliam. It's like a Lynch. It's like this is your ghost has attained his place on, on cinema Mount Rushmore mm. with this oh, movie. Wow. So wow. Um, thank you for this film. Thank you. Amazing. Great. Yeah. So Bishki, no. what are you doing? No, I, there's, there's a lot of salad here. There's a lot of salad. You're gonna fuck this up, and I'm chewing on it. No, I just I, because I've been chewing. Like I'm just chewing on You're it. Chewing on that because salad. It's still, you know, you, you come. Sometimes you come out of a movie like Bo is Afraid or this, and you're just like, you know, whoa. This what was, did I just see? This was wildly creative, and and you know, and I just have to kind of you know digest it a little bit. But um, but yeah, Emma Stone, Bravo. Hope you bring home gold and your ghosts. I mean, there's so much innovative camera movement, like yeah. zooms. Yeah. It has its own just, language. It's its own yeah. thing. Like it's its and the, and yeah, the the script is its own language. But right now, I'm gonna give it three bones. Three bones, okay. and mm. then and then mm. and then we're gonna see where it goes. I mean, you see you know, how it, it took me a little sits. while for yeah. the favorite. I went back and saw it again. Yes. Things and you know your ghost, but yeah. In the bone adjustment chiropractic episode, oh, we you are it. going to move that one up. I, 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 me thinks, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll we'll come to the. It'll it'll be it'll probably be coming on a list coming soon Ooh. to a podcast for you. Now, dear listener, you are getting front row seat to some of these hot tips and secrets that these guys are dropping i mean their top tens are so highly guarded and you are getting <laughs> the straight dope i mean wow i think that i mean the script is so fucking good emma stone is a four bone performance for sure oh, yeah. she's a five bone yeah she's a five bone performance for sure like this Brother Ben bumped that performance yes, to five. Yes, you got to. This you will know, go not down. to mention Ruffalo and supporting. Oh, oh my God, yeah. yeah. This will go down in history for both of those performances. Like, just amazing, amazing work. I don't know where they go from here, honestly. Yeah. They where might do any just, of these people They might go. just want to retire after this. I, too, felt somewhere in there, I think part of it was... By design, because as she learns more, she gets more depressed. The shit winds down a little bit as she's thinking about stuff. And the fizzy highs of Lisbon sort of dissipate a little <laughs> bit for me when I'm on the boat and when I'm looking in the slums. And I know that that's by design, but it's still pacing wise. I felt like I needed a little bit more with either Willem Dafoe and what was going on back at the home front or some something that wove it a little bit tighter for me. I can't quite go that perfect four, 
but I will go three and a half for this. Nice. Okay. And I could bone adjust it up to four. I mean, I've seen such crazy things tonight, things that I never yeah. dreamt I would see. This and is this is an all time. Uh, this is a, a memorable film. Oh, I mean, this is it was a, it was a, yeah. a most of it was a delight. Yeah. I mean, and and the hard parts, I do think we needed them. Yeah. But but you know, it, it, that first half is much just like hilarious. Life. Yes, much and like so, life. Yeah, that's what Emma had to learn. Yeah. And I am Bella. I am very curious to see what like just a average moviegoer would make of this. Yeah. Well, I, I think was, look, this was discount night. And that yeah. that, that crowd was, was live. That's true. I always love to see a full AMC crowd see something weird like this. Like it's But I think the thing is it is weird, unique, surprising, original, all those things. It is a one-of-a-kind film, and yet it is a classic story. Yeah. And it very has a classic, classic story uh structure especially once you're about 15 minutes into it, you really have your footing on like what she is, what the world mm. is. I, I mean, I think this movie works on a broad audience as weird and unusual and batshit as it is. Because so much of the tropes are just hardwired into our storytelling bones from yeah. birth. Well, and, and I think Zach's right in that it, it is a full narrative arc. Yes. Like she completely arcs. So Her I mean, past, the ghost of the yeah, past it, comes it, back, and that like is the, satisfying, it and is. it's very traditional. That's what makes it feel like a you full know? fucking meal. Yeah, we did it, guys. Zach, let's go get some food, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah get some food, <laughs> boys. <laughs> I'm so glad. What Again. does she eat? Kippers. Let's get some kippers. Yeah. I'm so glad. And tarts. That this that this prestige season has yielded. Such a bounty. Yeah. I want to say I back-to-backed fours like about four four years ago on the Lodge cast. A long time ago. You know, maybe pa around Parasite. the Lighthouse. Parasite in the Lighthouse yeah. era. Yeah, was that it? Yeah, it was something yeah, like that. Yeah, that was a good era. Uh, Willem, there's something in the water with Willem, oh, you know? Willem, like, Willem. He can sniff out a good project. Yeah, God. Someone give Willem an Oscar someday. Willem yeah. needs to live forever. Yeah. We yeah, gotta might. keep might. transporting his brain into yeah, new just vessels. Keep, keep uh, putting new organs in there for Let's him. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's figure it out, guys. Get the body whore going. All right. I don't want to stop talking about this movie, guys. <laughs> let's just keep going. If I wasn't so hungry, I'd say, let's, That's right. let's do another 30 minutes on this episode. <laughs> I mean, this is what a great time. Oh, That's man. right. Oh, that dance. Ooh, the dance. For the God. dance alone, folks, you got to see this. Anyway. We're going to go stuff our faces. Love and prestigious light, y'all. Love and light. Love and light. Woo-wee! Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. It is the hothead calling in his uh, bone count for Poor Things, which uh, you could have almost called Matt's Movie Lodge Presents Salad Dragon, the movie. Uh, saw 4 p.m. Friday matinee, which uh, had like a smattering of uh, in, in attendance. But those that were there were loving it just as much as I was. I was I was laughing my balls off. I mean, I couldn't stop laughing, you know, from from the opening to, to the closing frames, you know, with Willem Dafoe belching up these crazy like mercury bubbles, question mark, like not not even sure what that was. Um, but it, I couldn't help but think of movies like The Jerk or The Beach Bum or Being There or City of Lost Children, you know, and it was all good vibes. It was just all fun. Like, I've, I don't think I've ever liked Yorgos or Emma Stone or Mark Ruffalo more than I have here. I mean, Willem Dafoe is always amazing. Definitely dug 
the black and white photography, the sets, you know, everything. Uh, I'm going to give this a, a hearty electric three and a half bones. Definitely recommending to my BFF, who I don't think loved it as much as Bo is Afraid. But I think this this might be my number one film of the year. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know yet. We were going to find out on the uh, Lodge cast, Oscar cast, uh, top 10 cast, where I will have no television series at all in my list. It'll be it'll be 10 films and poor things will definitely be one of them. So love and light. It's pouring rain, thunder and lightning, flash of the tires. I'm home right. Gangsta rap has arrived. I'm the only man alive October 31st, 1985. Hard times just got harder. Adolescent Ice Cube, the shit start a martyr. Thanks to the father for being this mean at 16. Raps feel like the big screen. Ooh-wee. It's alive, so what you gonna do? 24 7 365. Dr. Frankenstein. Dr. Frankenstein. Ooh-wee. It's alive. You better run and hide. Cover your ears and your eyes. Ooh-wee. You better run and hide, cover your ears and your eyes Ooh wee, it's a lie You better run and hide, cover your ears and your eyes Ooh wee, it's a lie You better run and hide, cover your ears and your eyes Squish, squish, squish